0: Yes, welcome back. And a little later, Jack Johns is going to join us for Sound Advice and talking about that uh, mate, the old uh, rock and roll punk venue in Lower East Side of Manhattan, Subi-Jibi. So, oh, mate. If I had to go back in time, that would be the place you're talking. Blondie, Talking Heads, wow. Sex Pistols, Ramones.
1: What, what era are we talking? The 70s? It was early 80s? At
0: its 70s. peak, 70s into the early 80s when, when punk was emerging. I was listening to a uh, podcast the other day with uh, – Debbie Harry, Blondie, and she mm. was just talking about those days. How, how good is she?
1: She's amazing. Did she hasn't aged
0: one bit either. No, she yeah. hasn't. Do you know Blondie right began? How they started Blondie, they began as a they began as a, a a joke. They were parodying glam bands. But then they started producing songs and they went people went a guy called Mike Chapman. Mike Chapman is a Queenslander who went around and fell, most of the great songs like Smokey, Live Next Door Louse, he wrote all these amazing songs and went and said to Deborah Harry, said to Blondie, to the band, he said, I can make you in national stars. And they said, no, it'll be selling out. He said, that's fine. I'll just say, as a band, if you continue the way you're going, you'll be huge in New York, but I'll make you worldwide stars. And he produced the album Parallel Lines, which is one of the greatest albums of all time. So there you go. It's you just go. something bit yeah. of fun what fact. a fun fact! Here's <laughs> another fun fact. Sunday mega fight on Fox main event, Tim Zhu versus uh, T- Tony Harrison, uh, super bad Tony Harrison, fighting for the vacant WBO junior uh, middleweight title. But the real prize is to fight Jamel Charlo uh, for the undisputed title. Very very rare to be uh, undisputed, fellas. Tim Zhu, you've just we had him on the show um, last Sunday. Tony Harrison. Great guy, by the way. We'll get to that in a second. But I said to Tony Harrison, you must respect Tim, given the fact that when Charlo breaks his hand, he wants to stay active. It would be very easy to find a palooka, a punching bag, but he's gone and picked you. Yeah. Which a lot of experts are saying that he'll beat Tim. Yeah. So mate, it says a lot about Tim's... I Zool. reckon...
1: You know what? But you asked him that. I saw you. I saw that interview. He, he wouldn't bite on it, though, Harrison. Nah. He couldn't bring himself to say it, but you could see that he wanted to say it. Mm. It is. Like, it's so you got to get – it's same as Cambosis in a lot of ways. Yep. You know, they don't do – they could have just sat there and and um and collected the paychecks against lesser fighters.
0: There's a lot of great fighters out there that once they hit a certain stage in their career, they just go after blokes who will just stand there and let them do what they want with them. You know? Yeah. Carry him for six, seven rounds and –
1: so he, but he, so he's favourite with the bookmakers too, isn't he? Yes. Is that like, a, I, I is think that, that, that local? The, just the weight of
0: local th- money? Yeah, I think it's a combination. I think it's uh, patriotism to a certain extent, but yeah, um, it's interesting. Like uh, uh, Beak, we were talking about him before. Webby said he was on the show, and when oftentimes, oftentimes boxers come in, they've got a big entourage with them, and it's a little yeah, can get you going. Oh God, here we go. And, you know, Tony's a tough guy from Detroit, and he walked in with two of his mates and his manager. They were just such great guys. Yeah. They were fantastic. They were like, hey, guys, thanks so much for having us on the show. And they said to Liam Alexander, Movie of the Weeks, Liam Alexander, hey, man, would you come and just sit with us while the show's going on, talk about the show? And Liam said they were saying to him things like, you know, what do you do here and – yeah, you know, how do you see? What do you what? Do you, you know what's your what's your go? And Liam said, "Oh, I'd love, I want to be a filmmaker one day." And they go, "Oh, that's so cool!" I think that says a lot about a person. Yes, for sure, yeah, he is very they, charismatic.
1: They reckon the word out of like this week is that they're so nice. It's ridiculously nice. Well, so you, the teams uh, yeah. had to keep him at arm's length, hasn't I, he? Yeah. I
0: said to Matty Rose, I said, "Really nice guy," and he said, "Yeah, and he goes." It's, he said, we've had to keep ourselves away because he's too easy to like.
1: you know? So, you know that uh, hot day in Sydney on Tuesday when it was ridiculously hot? Yep. Tony Harrison was doing laps of Centennial Park in a hoodie and sweatpants.
2: love, love that. Can you
1: imagine that? But
0: it did 4 k Hoodie and sweatpants. People would go, that's either a boxer or a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, it, yeah, it's interesting. The fight this weekend, it's, you know, because there's fighting – you can only get to a certain level of standard in Australia, and that's what you, we always respected about Cambosis. He was, you know, in the the depths, like where no one really knew about the fights, not mainstream fighting over in England, and and doing all that. And, and what I do love about Tim Zoo is the fact that, as you said, he could fight in Australia. It could be a massive pay per view, probably earn five to five hundred k to a million dollars for the fight. The fact that he's going up against such a classy opponent. On top of that. The the last guy that Tim Zo fought that was world-class, he was 37 years old. So he's a little bit older, and he, he dropped Tim as well in the sec, first or second round. Mm. And so, like, when you look at – sometimes you go, okay, he's the son of a legend. He's not going to have the ticker that, say, a boy from the streets is going to have. But Tim is that guy. Yeah. T- to get dropped, come back, win the fight, and then call out another guy – that is even better than the guy that dropped him. Ins- I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. I think Tim Zhu deserves all the praise he gets. Oh, what's the That's... fight
0: through the week, Tony Harrison, when he beat Charlo? Mm-hmm. Tell you what, he's some sort of counter puncher. Yeah, right. You know, he's, he, like Ben T when you meet him, you just go, oh, my God, he's so slim, so slight. Yeah. Six foot one, but like really, really slight. When you see him fight Charlo, he slips, punches. and.
1: It's, I thought it was really at the fa- when they did the face-to-face, Tim and – Tony, like, Tim was looking up. Tim's going to have to yeah, walk it's through. It's
2: a, he's going to yeah. have to walk through some punishment. There's, what, there's what no ha- way he does it cleanly.
0: What happens to Tim if Tony Harrison wins this fight? Where does that put him? Because obviously uh, the Charlo fight makes it fight tricky for him. Makes Because, it, yeah. it's, it's like, these days you get that one loss and you, you go can, back down. I think the division he's fighting in, Matty, to a certain extent, it, it's pretty at the top. It's, there's a lot of very good fighters. Th- like he'd have to rebuild, but he could, yeah, like he could survive and bounce back from it given the, the quality that he's coming up against, which is true. If you come up against, like, if he'd have been dropped in that last fight,
2: mm, that's, and that's couldn't when get goes, back
0: up. Yeah. That's when you just disappear at the back door. Um, it was interesting, Tony Harrison. Like, we were chatting, and I said, Have you seen his old man, Constantine fight, Constantine Zoo, they call him in America? Anyway, he goes, uh, he goes, Yeah, you know, and I said, uh, what about when, uh, you know, Zab Judah goes, man, amazing. He was t- sort of talking about costume. You could see the, the respect he had for him. And he kept saying to me, is he coming out? Like he, he, oh, he, really? He, yeah. And I said, I don't think so. I don't think he is. And it was like disappointment, mm, which yeah. I found yeah I found interesting. The
1: other thing I also liked about his, your interview with him on, uh, on the show last Sunday was getting him to critique some of the great fights in rugby league history, oh, yeah. including... Gordon
0: Tallis. Hitting <laughs> hitting poor old Terry Denicious O'Connor. Into the middle of next week. What about that it? was
1: this, that should have come with an R rating. That was violent. <laughs>
0: Tony Harrison just lowered his sunglasses what, and went, what the but
1: hell? What, but what about Gordy? It's just like, it's like, right hook, right hook, right hook, right hook, right hook. You couldn't even see him.
0: <laughs> Mate, I remember Terry O'Connor, who's a great guy. He oftentimes says, oh, you, yeah, Matt, but you have a look at this. Look at the one who's bleeding. And I said, Terry, I think it was your blood <laughs> on his face. <laughs> we'll, take a, uh, we'll take a break. Coming up next, search and enjoy.